You control the guy or the woman who runs the run, run brings out the carts on, 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 on a forklift. It's time for the Buff Show. One hundred year. Look, here's the lives. It's just. It's. I mean, you think about it. And no idea what you said, Joe, but we understand the Buff Show. Deeply held by. Uh, by President, stop moving that, 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 that uh, you know, what's this thing called? That's a teleprompter, Joe. We'll take it from here. Let's go end it. Joe Brandon, I agree. And here's your host, Matt Buff. Welcome to the Matt Buff Show. Great to have you with us. Wow, what a week it's been. Great to be back with you. Check out thebuffshow.com for past interviews, shows, and interviews, and so much more. Also, click on the My Pillow tab because my coffee has just launched. Are you kidding me? The greatest coffee in the world is here for you for 25% off with all the craziness going on. And a lot of you guys working three, four jobs just to keep up with inflation. A good cup of coffee is needed. Use promo code Buff, promo code Buff for. My pillow, and also get your Buff Show coffee mug to put it in, right? All of this is on thebuffshow.com. And David Pollock is back for uh, that just happened. David, a, a little bit of my coffee into that coffee cup might just yeah. be the thing we needed to say that just happened. Right, right. Well, my coffee also, so you don't get woke. Yeah, well, no. Keep you wide well, awake. Yeah. well, yeah, let's talk about it. So, it. so this is my pillow coffee we're talking about now. Yeah, they got the banner here. The uh, Mike Lindell, they went and got themselves a great coffee company. More American jobs being created, but the best beans ever. And it's my coffee right now. Pretty so this amazing guy, stuff. So this guy is the market corner now, so he can help you sleep and wake up. That's right. After you get a yeah. good night's sleep, right? You got a big day ahead of you, get some <laughs> my coffee. That's great. I mean, that's the total package. Sleeping awake, man. He's got the market cornered. Good for Mike. Well, he did so much for people sleeping with the sheets and pillows and everything, which are 66% off with promo code buff. But now he goes, what do I do during the day? Something for somebody during the day. (laughs) You know, we got an election coming up. You know, the buff show is going to be up late nights with election coverage. And don't forget to join us at Jimmy Bear's on the 11th for the Osceola County candidates debates. The Buff Show is going to be doing interviews at Jimmy Bears and St. Cloud. We're going to, uh, you can go to the Buff Show on Facebook and join that event. But, you know, we got all these things coming up, Pollock. People are going to need a good cup of my coffee for those things. I agree. And, and I think our sponsor got definitely enough, uh, enough airtime on the Buff Show today. And it's a good company and well-deserving of it. <laughs> that's funny you're trying to put a period on it <laughs> we appreciate all our sponsors on the buff show do we do and there's so much to cover today as people know that just happened features crazy clips from everywhere and we got a good theme today so let's jump into it right now on the buff show and i'm gonna get brutally honest that just happened ain't it great to be crazy All right, there you have it. It's crazy time everywhere in America. And David Pollock, it's great to have you back. And 
You know, I, I watch House of Cards, the TV show. Remember the disgraced yeah. Kevin Spacey used to act? And yeah. he was in this show in Netflix called The House of Cards. And during one episode, polling was going bad and things were not going good. Everything was looking bad. Inflation was climbing. You know what they said? We need a good terrorist killing. That's what we need yeah. to do to get the spirits back up. And so they did it. And it just seems kind of strange that the same thing kind of happened here. Hey, let's change the narrative yeah. a little bit with a terrorist killing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's really interesting. I mean, we have a lot of clips to go through and we'll get through them today and then talk about, you know, the substance of, of what it went into this. But yeah, that, by the way, that is a great show. The House of Cards. I mean, regardless of Kevin Spacey's personal character, um, it was an excellent show. Got a little. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely great show. And um, even though they fired Kevin Spacey from the end of that show and finished it off really poorly, um, I tell you what, it was something to behold for a few seasons there. It was really good. It showed you how corrupt Democrats are. He was a Democrat and a really corrupt individual. And right. uh, so Pollock had a little technical issue. He's coming back in eventually here. And uh, we're going to continue on because we got some great clips to play because the left, you know, they're funny. When Donald Trump killed a terrorist, they called him an astute scholar. A scholar was killed, uh, Soleimani, an astute scholar. And he didn't get permissions at all to do any of this. From Congress, we should have hearings, they said. We should have hearings about this. Pollock's back with us. But yes. Sorry. talking about the doublespeak <laughs> with the Democrats on this. So why don't you go ahead and introduce our first clip there, Mr. Freeze. I'm going to call you Mr. Freeze because that's what happened. I went on talking for a while and you're like. <laughs> well, hopefully they froze me in a good spot. I'm sitting here like, what's going on? Everything went black. But uh, because of my technical savvy, I was able to refresh a network connection, reload my uh, video and get back here. We that need quickly. Mike Wendell to invest, to invest <laughs> some time into Wi-Fi. But anyway, my yeah. Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So what the first video you're going to see, basically what we're trying to do is set up the, the narrative um, that I wanted to kind of show you today is, you know, we're all excited about this terrorist getting killed and, and, and I don't like terrorists. 9-11 was a horrible time. And, and I agreed when, when George Bush stood on that uh, mountain of rubber and said, we're going to, you know, hold all the people. Uh, you're going to hear from all of us soon, the people who brought down these buildings, whatever his uh, speech was. Um, you know, we all wanted justice. We declared war. We went to Afghanistan and and we had a global war on terror to find and, and bring to justice those people who were responsible for 9-11. We were in Afghanistan for 20 years. And then we pulled out abruptly, leaving Americans behind. And now all of a sudden, we're celebrating the use of a drone on um, Osama bin Laden's number two. And, um, you know, it, it's really interesting because when we went after Osama bin Laden, we tried to capture him. It, it was a SEAL Team 6 goes in, tries to capture him. And of course, there's a firefight and, and Osama bin Laden's killed. This one, we were just like, ah, let's just blow him up. We're no longer at war. We've withdrawn from Afghanistan. Let's go blow him up. So Today, I wanted to discuss that. I wanted to talk about- Well, he about, was worth more captured because he was worth $25 million. Right. There was a bounty on his head, plus the intelligence information he has. We've lost Afghanistan. Terrorists are planning new attacks. I would love to know what the new leader of Al-Qaeda 
is uh is can tell us about what's going on but um you know we won't have the opportunity now but that's what we're going to talk about today and and that's what sets up these opening clips it, it's when the news broke um that we went after this al-qaeda leader and, and that's what these first series of clips are but it's done in a that just happened way daring mission in syria that eliminated the emir of isis last month we took out another key isis leader now we have eliminated the emir of al-qaeda the emir of al-qaeda is giving him a fancy middle eastern title under the constitution the president can only use the military or military-like equipment whether it's the cia or the air force to kill when there's been a declaration of war there has been no declaration of war now wouldn't it have been worth more alive there was a 25 million dollar bounty on his head if captured alive let me tell you my friends the last thing the government wanted was for him to be captured alive. The last thing they wanted was to put him on trial. The last thing they wanted was for him to tell a jury who truly was behind 9-11. And Joe Biden knows that. So why did he kill? He killed because presidents like to kill. He killed because presidents can get away with killing. He killed because his Republican critics will even be silenced. And some of them, can I hear Lindsey Graham in the distance? Some of them will actually praise him for this. And he killed to get our minds off of the ruinous inflation and cultural radicalism that the government is foisting upon us in the United States today. Kill. Well, there you go, David yes. Pollack, Judge <clears throat> Napolitano yes. right there, talking about some of the things I mentioned earlier where it's a good distraction, but $25 million reward, and this guy could have gave some useful information. Well, <laughs> well yeah, and, and, and the other issue that I, I, I'm we should discuss is you know and like we mentioned before we're not at war anymore you know we've withdrawn our forces leaving the americans behind so at what point can america still just launch a drone and then murder somebody in a foreign country without a trial and just be like yeah we were just chasing terrorists wherever they are we got rid of a bad guy what's the limit to that like where do where does that end when when is somebody a terrorist and not a terrorist who defines what a terrorist is and, you know, in a series of clips, and if we have time to get to, um, we could talk about how the Democrats are trying to redefine what a terrorist is, whether it's a mom at a school board meeting, whether it's white supremacists, which are bad people, you know, but they're terrorists. And but the, the, the scary part about that is who is a white supremacist now? If you don't want critical race theory, you're a white supremacist. But white supremacists are terrorists now. And we keep changing this definition about what a terrorist is. And if we can just go into a foreign country that we're not at war with, bring in a drone and blow up a guy without bringing him in for trial and letting him stand for the crimes he was accused of and call it justice. That's kind of scary considering the moving target of what terrorism is. And um, it, it's, it's worthy of a discussion about, you know, we hate these terrorists, they're bad people, but at the same time, you can't call it justice if we just decided we we're going to execute somebody without giving them a trial. Well, absolutely. Let's go to the man who actually was in that clip you just played. Judge Andrew Napolitano back on the Buff Show. Judge Knapp, everybody catch out, Judge uh, catch Judging Freedom on YouTube and everywhere else. Judge Knapp, welcome back to the show. Great uh, hi, guy. Hi, guys. Uh, it's a pleasure, David. It's nice to meet you. And thank you for uh, the flattery of, uh, of playing that clip. Now, that was the, the TikTok version of it. So it was, it was sliced and diced, but that was the essence of of about a seven or eight minute rant that I did on Monday night after 
old Joe took uh, credit for a murder. Yes. Yeah, we're going to get David, that, David, but... you're you're 100 percent correct. The war is over. There is no longer any authority to engage in any military activity whatsoever in Afghanistan. Joe Biden famously, infamously withdrew the troops under horrific circumstances that resulted in the in the nearly immediate slaughter of those who cooperated with the troops. I'm not a military guy, so I don't know the best way for them to come out, but I know what I saw on television. The war is over. He doesn't have the authority to strike uh, in Afghanistan. In fact, he doesn't have the authority to strike anywhere unless a strike on the United States is imminent. And the last time, the last two times strikes on the United States were imminent, December 7th, 1941, we manipulated the Japanese to bomb Pearl Harbor. And uh, and 9-11, where George Bush was uh, asleep at the switch. David, we got to take a break real quick. Stay with us. We'll have more on the other side, all right? Liam Fitzpatrick's Restaurant and Irish Pub in Lake Mary. Happy hour drafts every day of the week and all day Sunday. Dollar off drafts and house wines, $2 off well liquors. And Liam Fitzpatrick's has tons of special events tonight. It's Taco Tuesday on Thursdays. Live music and specials all night on tacos, tequila, and margaritas. Friday's live music and happy hour, then brunch with $10 champagne over the weekend. Mention the Buff Show, get 10% off your order. Liam Fitzpatrick's Restaurant and Irish Pub in Lake Mary, liamfitzpatrick's.com. Hey, you may have heard radio show hosts talking trash on solar. Yes, even conservative talk show hosts. There was a silly comparison to trucks running 10,000 miles, carbon emissions, and panel production. It came off as like a liberal argument against a liberal problem. Shallow knowledge as opposed to experts in the field. Politics, global warming, and other environmental concerns aside, the number one reason to buy solar is simple math. Have you looked at your power bill? It has risen in the last five years. How much more will it go up in the next five years? It's a rigged game and all solar energy empowers you to stop playing a rigged game. A solar electric system freezes your costs and shields you from upcoming rate increases. If you choose to finance a solar electric system, the payment on a system that zeroes out your bill is typically less than your current power bill. This is simple math. Call All Solar Energy in Longwood tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or online at www.allsolarenergy.com. More information on this later in the show. Welcome back to the Matt Buff Show. Great to have you, myself and David Pollock here. David in his awesome My Pillow slippers, hopefully soon. <laughs> it's a pleasure to be here. And, and, and my feet are sleeping great with the My Pillow slippers for sure. All right. Get yours too. Promo code Buff. Save up to 66% off. Judge, this is my honor to be on the show with you. This is absolutely my pleasure. And so we're, we're going to hold court on the Buff Show today. I'm also an attorney. So we're, oh, we're God gonna, bless uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> So now, um, now, yeah. Matt, Matt, do you see how respectful he is of me calling me your honor? <laughs> I never did that. I apologize, uh, your honor. I never do that. I think that was a subtle jab, but that's okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, so the, I, the, pleasure, the pleasure is mutual, Matt. <laughs> uh, uh, David, I'm I, sorry. The pleasure is yeah. mutual. Well, thank you very much, Judge. Yeah, I, I was schooled uh, not to get on a tangent, but in law school, you're 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 uh, taught. 
you know, to respect judges. And I was uh, reminded a lot of times by judges who I was interning with to make sure my tie was straight and I and I rep referred to judges correctly. So it's trained into my head like a yes, sir, in the military. So anytime <laughs> you see judge, it's your honor or judge. So <laughs> uh, and it is my pleasure. So, yeah. So getting back to your point, um, but that's correct. So I'm sitting around with my wife and we're talking about what happened. And it's weird. I you know, when I remember when Osama bin Laden was killed and, you know, they, they went and spiked the football about that. And I know they sent in the SEALs now, this whole, you know, raid to try to extract this human being who could actually be an intelligence asset. And of course, it's a firefight that went into a well-armed compound while we were still at war with Afghanistan. And, and at the same time, you know, we went in with the objective of withdrawing him, extracting him. Here, we just went and what, sent in a bomb, killed this individual when we were not at war. But the bigger question is this, did we kill this person, this person without a trial, call it justice, did we kill him because Joe Biden needed a distraction because the COVID narrative wasn't going well? And because his, in running back to the basement, people really weren't feeling that bad for him. They're talking about him falling off a bike. And next thing you know, let's kill a terrorist and give Joe Biden credit for it going into a midterm when he looks like he's going to have historic losses in Congress. And that's the real concerning thing here. Are we weaponizing the U.S. government to kill people for political gain? Yes. That is terrifying. Yes, we are. And yes, it is terrifying. My uh, column that comes out tonight at lewrockwell.com and washingtontimes.com and uh, many other venues is called Presidents Kill Because They Can. A well-timed presidential killing is now politics by another means. That's exactly what this is. Get the people's minds off of inflation, off of the terrible cultural radicalism where the government is forcing school boards to tell seven-year-olds that they can change their gender if they want. If the school board doesn't do that, they lose uh, funds. Uh, the terrible uh, state of affairs that's in the United States, the 25% uh, approval rating. Get Ted Cruz and Lindsey Graham to praise Joe Biden, and uh, this will work. Now, I don't know how long it, it the bubble uh, lasts, and it probably is just a bubble, but it does work when presidents kill and when they kill uh, bad people or people who've been demonized, whether they're bad or not. It could be a 75-year-old figurehead saying his prayers, or it could be somebody who's about to set off a bomb. When presidents do this kind of killing, they look heroic and, and the public applauds. And the, more government killing, the more government killing there is, the more the crazies among us do things like the Buffalo supermarket and the Uvalde school. Yeah, absolutely. And to your point, uh, Senator Tom Cotton fell into the trap too, because when it came to Nancy Pelosi going to Taiwan, they all celebrated that. Let's kick China's butt now and let's go to war with China. And uh, Biden did a good thing by authorizing that strike. People don't understand, Judge, that when Somebody, when a president authorizes a strike, somebody else did all the work, located him and found him. And they found him in Afghanistan where Joe Biden said there was no more Al-Qaeda. Right. Right. So the American intelligence community has known for a long time exactly where he is. You know, you mentioned uh, Osama bin Laden. They had every means with which to extract him and bring him to the United States for trial. But they were instructed to, he had no weapons and he had his wife and children there. They it's, were instructed to assassinate him. They had every means to uh, capture uh, Zawahiri, but they were instructed to obliterate him. I mean, these two 
uh, drones uh, that hit him literally obliterated, destroyed his body into dust. So there was no uh, attempt to capture him. There was no attempt at justice. There was no attempt to use him uh, as an intelligence uh, asset. There was just an effort to give the uh, president bragging rights. Well, and, and, and Judge, it, at least with uh, Osama bin Laden, we made it look like we were going to extract him. We sent in yes. Black Hawk helicopters. We <laughs> scaled the wall. I mean, here it was just like, let's just ex destroy an entire city block and then show a picture of the car, not to mention whatever collateral damage was went along with it. And here's the thing. Uh, we are not the same country we were back when Osama bin Laden was killed. Our borders are wide open. We know that terrorists are sneaking across our southern border. We have Joe Biden is our president. Our intelligence community is weaker than we've ever been. Our military is weaker than we have been being reprogrammed with woke ideologies. We are not in a position as we were even when we killed Osama bin Laden to protect Americans. And now we're out there exploding neighborhoods in hotbeds of now what are going to become would-be terrorists. And we're not in Afghanistan anymore. We don't have a means to prevent ISIS or Al-Qaeda or any so, of these other growing terrorist groups. This is very, very nicely and articulately put, to which I would add, if I may, get ready for the blowback. Right. Get ready for the blowback. They'll, they'll do something. They'll kill somebody. They'll blow uh, something up because of the manner in which we did this and the circumstances under which we did it and the place where we did it. We agreed to leave. That means troops on the ground and drones in the sky. And you say, we don't have the same intelligence community. You're right. We have an intelligence community who tells the president what he wants to hear. We have a CIA who's telling him that Ukraine is winning the war when they're getting obliterated because he wants to hear that because he wants to justify sending more cash and more military hardware over there. What he won't tell you is that we have troops on the ground out of uniform, which gives him plausible deniability. But as you know, because you're a lawyer, David, troops on the ground out of uniform, if they're captured, they can be summarily executed as spies. They have no Geneva Convention rights because they're considered spies when the uniforms are off. Does Joe Biden care? No. The same guy that gave the order to kill this uh, cleric in Kabul has to be given an index card saying, approach the podium, introduce Vice President Kamala Harris, go back to your seat. This is like the instructions you'd give to a five-year-old in a school play, and yet we give him the authority to kill. You, now, can see, you can see that in the speech that he gave, which I thought was way over the yeah. top. It sounded they, like they, George W. Bush to me. <laughs> yeah, standing on the rubble, like David mentioned earlier, the yeah. rubble of 9-11, that's what he sounded like. And I, I think they really wanted to sell this as, look how tough we are. And like you said, you're going to get Lindsey Graham. He's a he's a tool for this stuff. Lindsey Graham is a warmongering, I mean, he just loves this stuff. And they're, you're going to get those guys to talk. But this speech in particular was way over the top. Yes. I mean, it made it sound like we found Satan hiding in a cave and uh, we eradicated Satan from the planet. And and they just wanted to really sell this, Judge Knapp, yeah, you know, as David, a huge victory and distraction. David, you made a great point about them wanting to redefine terrorists. You know, if you show up at a school board meeting today and protest the fact that your kids are being talked about changing their genders when they're five uh, and seven years old, and if you do it with a little bit of passion... And St. Thomas Aquinas said, if you're not angry at an injustice, 
there's something wrong with you. So if you if you show a little bit of passion, a little bit of anger, they'll call you a terrorist. But I haven't heard a peep from AOC and her crowd. So I don't know where the hard Bernie Sanders, I don't know where the hard left is on this killing. Do they support it? All right. Well, you remember when uh, when Trump was president and uh, Trump did a very similar thing, but under different circumstances, and they called him a war criminal. So uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see if they come out and, and, um, and have anything to say. But you know what? And I want to put on my tinfoil hat for a second because it's always fun to take uh, a journey down this conspiratorial road. Um, here's the thing. Why is we're, you know, we have the issue going on in Ukraine. Clearly, we're not doing well there. We're losing billions of dollars in a, in a foreign conflict. Right. Now Nancy Pelosi is threatening to go to Taiwan and upsetting China. For what right now? I have no idea other than seemingly to invite a war. And then well, like you just back. said, she got well, back. Yeah, she went and came back. Right. And then we and then and then like the judge just mentioned, like you have Joe Biden just reading cue cards and really not making the decision. And you talked about the blowback. They have to know there's going to be a blowback. They have to know our southern border is exposed. Now, here's the tinfoil hat question, Judge. Do you think they're inviting a terrorist attack in the United States? What a perfect distraction. If you're not going to be scared of monkeypox, if you're not going to be scared of COVID, What's going to keep you from showing up in the polls and voting that vote by mail ballot and being able to do whatever you can possibly to do to suppress the massive turnout that's going to kick these people out of Washington? Then, oh, my gosh, the terrorists are back. What right. better way to take away people's fundamental rights and scare them into giving up individual liberty than terrorists are here? They have to know that this is going to happen. And, oh, my gosh, do you think this is part of the plan? Well, people, um, people when they are afraid will reluctantly, not the three of us and not people watching and listening to us now, the vast majority of them, they'll opt for safety rather than liberty. They will sacrifice their liberty for their safety. The government knows this. FDR played this perfectly on December 7th. George Bush and Dick Cheney used it perfectly after 9-11 with the Patriot Act and with other suppressions of civil liberties, which unfortunately are uh, are still with us. So if something does happen, people will put their liberty at Joe Biden's feet. And if he plays it right, this worst president in modern times, worse even than Jimmy Carter, might actually get reelected. Well, you talk about they're not going to start drone striking parents at school boards, even though several leftists have tweet. Maybe that's a good idea. They've said it on MSNBC. If you remember, maybe it's a good idea to drone strike parents. If you know they're not going to start doing that, but like you both said, they want to lump everybody when you talk about the Islamic terrorists, they want to lump them all into the same category as they're all bad. And also, to your point, AOC, Bernie, I checked their Twitter feeds, not a peep about this, so they're complicit in their silence. But man, when Trump killed uh, the Iranian general, the astute scholar, they were the same people that went absolutely nuts about it wanted hearings, and also wanted congressional oversight going forward to try to make a bill pass that said a president can't do anything without congressional approval. Well, that's what the Constitution says. The president can't start a war and can't pick a foreign fight unless Congress has designated it. And as David pointed out, that war is over in Afghanistan. The authorization to use military force is no longer valid when the last American military departed by the order of this president. 
Matt, I'm going to have to go, but it's a pleasure to be with you, David. It's a delight to uh, to meet you. And, yeah, great uh, segment. It was a pleasure being on the show with you, sir. Thank you. Thank Matt, you, Judge Matt. Yep, absolutely. Everybody check out Judge Andrew Napolitano's podcast. It's amazing, Judging Freedom. We got the link on thebuffshow.com slash Judge Andrew Napolitano. Yes, have a great time. And uh, we'll take a break right here, David Pollack. We'll come back and we'll play some clips for That Just Happened. And you guys stay with us. A boring website can make your company look really bad. <sighs> Poor rankings on Google, Yahoo, and Bing means your company does not exist to thousands of monthly searchers. I'm not even on the front page. Come out of hiding with JJC Marketing Solutions and get found to more and more new customers every day. At JJC Marketing Solutions, they offer state-of-the-art website creation, Google SEO, PPC campaigns, and social media marketing that makes your company stand out. No need to go with those national companies I only care about you on the first call. JJC Marketing is located right here in Sanford, and the goal is to help businesses like yours succeed. Get better results. Call 321-765-7710 or visit them at jjcmarketingsolutions.com. I'm somebody now! JJC Marketing Solutions. Action Plus Pressure Cleaning is the official pressure washing company of The Buff Show. While Matt's doing the dirty work on the show, Action Plus Pressure Washing has been doing the dirty work for the last 15 years in Central Florida. They use a soft wash system to clean pool enclosures, driveways, pool decks, houses, and commercial property. They even clean large and small parking lots and buildings. Wow! Action Plus offers other services such as lawn maintenance, one-time service to weekly service, mowing, weeding, edging, and trimming, and hauling away debris. You can get more than one service, and they offer bundle pricing. Check out their weekly, bi-weekly, and monthly services for lawn maintenance and ask about their free standard two-driveway with house wash services. Family-owned and operated, get your free estimate at actionpluspressurecleaning.com or call 386-506-1048. That's 386-506-1048. Action Plus Pressure Cleaning. They aim to please. Hey, Matt Buff from The Buff Show. I love being in the middle of nowhere with the family. Problem is, I can't get any service out here. I wish there was a better solution. Maybe like a satellite phone or something. Let me head back to the office and check this out. All right, let's check this out. Satellitephonestore.com. Oh, look at this. Very cool. Do I need a satellite phone? Well, it says satellite phones provide voice, SMS, and data services anywhere on the earth. And you don't have to rely on cell phone networks. Very cool. Satellite phones work everywhere when you're outside. All right, what's this? Why do I need a satellite terminal? With one of these devices, you can stay in communication without a dedicated satellite phone. Better yet, you can text, call, and depending on the device, use all your favorite smartphone apps too. Hey, what's this bivy stick? The new Bivy Stick is the smallest and simplest to use Iridium Global Satellite Communications and Tracking Device in the world. Wow, the smallest and most simple satellite communication device weighs just 100 grams. About half the weight of your cell phone. Look at this, one to three days delivery. Very cool. Call 941-841-0844. I will do that. 941-841-0844. Visit SatellitePhoneStore.com for special offers. Or you can visit SAT1234.com and mention The Buff Show. 941-841-0844.
Welcome back to the Matt Buff Show. Great to have you, myself and David Pollock here. David in his awesome my pillow slippers. Hopefully soon. <laughs> it's a pleasure to be here, and, and my feet are sleeping great with the my pillow slippers for sure. All right, get yours too. Promo code Buff. Save up to sixty six percent off. So, David, it was really interesting uh, talking with Judge Napolitano and yourself about, you know, the terrorists. You know, he was really fired up. I thought it was over the top, that speech, way over the top. Standing on a mountain of rubble like George W. Bush, That's he, he was trying to do that from his back porch in Delaware. We're talking about yeah. Joe Biden, his back porch in Delaware. But they have the same passion when they're talking about what they call white supremacists and January Sixers and, Trump insurrectionists, even though the FBI said it wasn't an insurrection. It wasn't. There was no weapons and people just were going in. But they uh, they think all those people are the same. And I mentioned to you that a lot of these people want drone strikes to happen on Americans outside of the school board. They want that. They think it would be a good thing. Well, yeah, and two things. And one, you talk about that speech. I mean, he's trying to emulate. He's trying to emulate that uh, George Bush speech on the pile of rubble, but we didn't have a pile of rubble. He's standing on, on a lawn, a well-manicured lawn. And the other thing was, um, you know, it was like George Bush giving a speech like way later in his life. I mean, no matter how hard uh, Joe Biden tried to sell that, he's like rocking back and forth, almost like he was unsteady on his feet. And then he did that creepy thing where he gets really close to the camera. We got you or whatever. Um, we will it's, find you and yes, kill you. Yes. And that is terrifying. And that is exactly what what kind of gives me chills is the fact that when he leans forward, we will get you and kill you. Is he just talking about um, Islamic extremists in Afghanistan or is he talking about anybody that they define as being a terrorist? And we talked about that with the judge. It's not it's not just, you know, these people in Afghanistan. This is domestic now. They call everybody's a terrorist. Republicans are terrorists on January 6th. Um, school board moms are, are terrorists, you know, all these people, if, if you do, if you don't want to teach critical race theory, you're a white supremacist and white supremacists are also terrorists. And if we can hunt down terrorists without an authorization of war anywhere where there's terrorists, and then, you know, you, you mentioned um, in our segment with the judge, you said, well, they're not using drones in the United States, but they could. I can actually imagine a situation in which I see a giant, you know, what happens after a terrorist comes and attacks the United States. We saw what they did with COVID, right? We saw them require masking, require vaccination. We saw them shut down communities. Well, what makes you think they're not going to try to do this if there's a terrorist attack in this country? And then when people rise up, and we're going to show some clips in a minute of what they've already done to people rising up against government overreach. So when the government, when, when the people rise up again against some funny business that's going to happen in the 2022 election, what happens if there's a mass of people threatening the government, the white supremacist, domestic terrorists? Would, maybe they will use a drone. I mean, honestly, how far will they go? And you see the hate on the left for anybody that they brand as being right wing. I can absolutely see people trying to justify MSNBC. I can see them, CNN, clawing over each other to justify how the White House struck at the heart of domestic terrorism today with a drone strike in the middle of Arkansas. It's not outside the realm of possibility. And let's look at some of these clips here and, and you can see what the mindset is. You know, we can celebrate killing somebody that was defined as a, a, a terrorist abroad without calling it justice. Look what they think of us here at home. 
Homeland yeah, Security just issued this bulletin warning of more potential threats from domestic violent extremists and the threat they say may continue for the next few weeks. DHS's acting secretary warned ideologically motivated violent extremists with objections to the exercise of governmental authority and the presidential transition, as well as other perceived grievances fueled by false narratives, could continue to mobilize to incite or commit violence. The bulletin does not say there's a specific threat, but it's outlining the heightened threat environment. DHS says throughout 2020, these extremists targeted people with opposing views and have plotted and on occasions carried out attacks against government facilities. Why? DHS says they're motivated by several things, including COVID-19 restrictions, the 2020 election results, police use of force, longstanding ethnic and racial tension, and some have become emboldened by the January 6th attack on the Capitol. Yes, Homeland Security is doing everything they can to keep us all safe from these extremists, but there are some things you can do too. Report suspicious activity to the FBI or your local law enforcement. Choose nonviolent ways to make your voice heard. Avoid large crowds. Be responsible for your own personal safety and make note of your surroundings. Yeah, that's in pure insanity. I mean, that's like a news report on UFOs flying above your head. Like, they're here. They're going to kill you. They're going to take you over. But outside of her house, down the street, and everywhere else in the country, none of this is happening. But, I mean, but look at that. That is the DHS warning people of domestic terror. And look how 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 fluid, fluid the uh, definition was. I mean, here we are. We're like, people who oppose government authority. Well, what happens again? when somebody comes across the southern border and blows up something in the United States as blowback from this attack in Afghanistan. Well, who, and then what happens when they say oh. lockdowns in your neighborhoods, nobody is safe. Yeah, that's right. What, who's to say that can't, that won't happen. Obama did the same thing. 2009, they put out a report of the DHS, people that are pro-life, people that like the right. second amendment. Those guys are all domestic terrorists. This is a continuation of that narrative. And uh, the January 6th gift that the protesters gave the Democrats so they can blow it way out of proportion right. are using that to put in policy like this. But her panic, her panic in her voice, Pollock, she was panicky saying, they're there. They're going to get you. Here's how you can prevent interaction. Avoid large crowds, hide under your bed, and, and then go on Twitter and talk about how evil white men are. Well, yeah, I mean, I... I, I... And there's another clip that we could pull up about the January 6th. The idea here is, you know, it's how you're re how they're reframing what the terrorists are, who the terrorists are and what they're willing to do to protect Americans from these quote unquote terrorists. I mean, and that's the thing. And you talk about January 6th, January 6th. And you say the gift that the January 6th get, people gave. I'm not entirely sure that it was all Trump supporters that led the angry mob into the Capitol building. I mean, there's been videos across the Internet of Capitol Police officers opening up gates and ushering people inside the Capitol. There's been videos of um, some of the Antifa elements literally filming alongside the terrorists, egging them on and tell, I mean, the terrorists, the, um, the January 6th people, egging them on, telling them to do certain things, you know, encouraging Ashley Babbitt to break that window before she was shot. So there was all kinds of funny things going on on January 6th, and it was very convenient how that narrative overshadowed the, act, the, the investigation into whether or not there was fraud in the election. But again, look how upset people were at the potential of fraud. Now, again, terrorist attack in this country just before the election in November. Let's say funny business happens, record mail, mail votes and, and, the, and the suspicion of fraud. There might be another type of January 6th protest, but look how they framed the people who participated in the last January 6th protest. Go ahead and play that clip if you have it. Yeah, absolutely. Protesters have reached the upper steps of the Capitol. They made it past the... Those aren't protesters. 
Those are terrorists trying to disrupt the democratic process. They should all be in jail. Right. So these aren't protesters. Protesting um, qualify you for prison. Well, but again, these aren't protesters. They're insurrectionists. They're enemies of America. They're terrorists. And that's the thing. When you see that mob of people, and maybe they're congregating now at their state capitals, maybe they're doing it in a, in a mall or wherever, after the next time there's people upset with, with the perception of what might be fraud. When are they, what, what steps are we willing to take? Now, it's not likely that the U.S. is going to drone strike these people. Let's, let's pray. Um, but the point is, if we can go to Afghanistan when there is no declaration of war, like Andrew Napolitano was saying, um, and we can just literally blow up a car, not try to, we didn't even try to capture him. We just assassinated him. When we can assassinate people that are accused of crimes in foreign country, where we have no legal authority to be, what happens in the United States when we accuse people of terrorism? What does justice look like? We know what their version of justice looks like. There's people sitting behind bars right now in solitary confinement for just merely being at the Capitol on January 6th and have the wrong political party. So, you know, justice is a funny thing, the way that that they define it. And let me show you how easily you can reframe what a terrorist looks like. And we have a third video about this. Yeah, this is where a lefty takes a clip from a conservative and edits it out and then puts their take in. Sites white supremacy Washington is Post. the biggest threat to the homeland. Not ISIS, not Al-Qaeda, but white supremacy. Not Al-Qaeda. Yeah, and he's right. Like, it's pretty easy to look this up. Like, even if you just passingly think about the terrorist attacks we've had in the United States in the past few years, it's mostly far-right white supremacists committing these acts of domestic no terrorism. No evidence of that. And if you don't believe me, oh, Washington has Post has this really cool article Washington when you Post. literally just Google terrorism stats in the United States that shows like all of the That's terrorist all you attacks have to Google. in the past few years. I'm looking at 2015 to 2021 and it categorizes them. Oh, look, violent far right. That's the majority. Here's another oh, yeah. article about this. And oh, look, most of the terrorist attacks since 2015 have come from far right extremists. Just watching your video, it was pretty clear that you hadn't actually really done the research on what you're talking about, but I went ahead and did it for you, and hopefully you can take some time to educate yourself about this before you post another ignorant video like that again. All right, pause, pause, What a pause, loser. Pause, pause. How much do we have to unpack from that one video? First. So much. First. But let me tell you this, yeah. Pollock. When you cite Washington Post and right. Google as your source, that's problem number one for all you out there. And that tells you how they manipulated the algorithm and put the top stories on there. They created a narrative and that moron bought into it. Well, but you heard all you have to do is Google domestic terrorism and Google gives you a biased Washington Post article that shows with with little toggle buttons how dangerous white uh, or right wing extremists are. Do you see how easily we can reframe this argument? All you have to do is Google because Google will direct you to exactly what they want you to know. And all we have to, and if people are like, well, they're domestic terrorists, these right wing people are domestic terrorists. Again, look how easily we're throwing around that word terrorist. Who did we just kill in Afghanistan? A terrorist. According to who? Now, I, I am sure he was in Al Qaeda. Al Qaeda is responsible for 9 11. Do we have any trials going on right now that can prove that this individual was actually the number two in Al-Qaeda and was responsible? I'm not saying he wasn't, but I'm saying in America, 
we have a constitution and we have laws and there's a system of justice that says you have a right to 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 um to stand trial against the, for the charges that you're accused of and if we're going to assert american justice by way of drone in a foreign country at what point while that bomb is falling does he have the right to a trial this is america killing somebody in another country without a trial an execution and because he was a terrorist but if you can define terrorism as easily as just right-wing extremist, January 6th participant, uh, mom at a school board, what, when the United States is authorized to kill people wherever you are, if you're deemed a terrorist, what happens when you're deemed a terrorist in the United States? What are they able to do to you here? Throw you behind bars, solitary confinement, drone strike. I don't know. And that's the interesting legal argument that you can extrapolate from this is at what, what point do your rights end while a missile is coming? David, we got to take a break real quick. Stay with us. You heard about the simple math with a solar electric system earlier in the show. Not all homes qualify. An energy evaluation by a qualified professional to get the fully informed information is always recommended. If your home qualifies, solar is always a prudent financial move. All Solar Energy in Longwood has been educating homeowners, roofing companies, property management firms, and now radio hosts about solar for 22 years. We have experts to perform no cost, no obligation energy evaluations to see if your home qualifies and explain the simple math of solar. Call All Solar Energy tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or visit the website www.allsolarenergy.com. Let them know you heard about it from me, Matt Buff, on The Buff Show. Veritas Tactical, Tactical. a family and law enforcement-owned company where you can get custom-built ARs with purpose-built precision. They have a full line of handguns like Glock, Sig Sauer, Smith & Wesson, and get your everyday carry items and accessories. Moreover, they are your liberty-safe dealer. Need training? Veritas Tactical has all you need from getting your CCW to advanced tactical courses, female survival courses, and force-on-force scenarios. Veritas Tactical has a full-time gunsmith on site, Coating services, laser engraving and more. Mention the Buff Show and get a $25 discount on courses. You'll find Veritas Tactical at 207 North Goldenrod Road, Suite 200 in Orlando. Contact Veritas Tactical, 407-309-3000. 407-309-3000. And at VeritasTactical.com. Veritas Tactical. Tactical. Welcome back to the Matt Buff Show. Great to have you, myself and David Pollock here. Well, if you if you start drone striking people, there's there's yeah. actually going to be some people that like this, right? But when they when they I, I pulled up that article right that she referenced in that horrific and by the way, comb your hair if you're going to do a TikTok and bald people have the right to make fun of people's hair. Comb your hair, look presentable if you're going to tell people they're stupid. But um, when they talk about far right extremists, that means you can put anything you want to in the category of far right. And they incorrectly put the Buffalo shooter in that category. The guy was a left wing nut job, was anti-Trump, anti-right. They don't understand that somebody who carries out domestic terror on someone else, like the weather, uh, weather underground with Bill Ayers, the, um, all the, if you look at the actual situations of domestic terrorists, 
99.9% of them are committed by people who A, voted Democrat or B, were on the far left. They're trying to disrupt the institution. Walking into the Capitol does not make you a domestic domestic terrorist at all. Even breaking a window doesn't make you a domestic terrorist. A domestic terrorist, by definition, is someone who causes fear and death into someone else based on a religious or political belief. That belongs to the far left. Well, right. But and and, and you look how dishonest the dialogue is too. And we talked, you know, about last week's show, the nine plus ten equals twenty-one. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing, you know, they talk about, they keep throwing in the phrase white supremacist and then they white supremacists are terrorists. And then they like to define anybody who's white that is engaged in a mass murder. They've defined, they call them a white supremacist and then they tie white supremacy to the right. And the perfect example of that is exactly what you said. You talk about the Buffalo shooter who wasn't a right wing extremist. I'm not sure he was a white supremacist. He might've been white, but- but doesn't make him is, a supremacist. It, it, but no, if you're white now and you commit a crime, they're going to call you a white supremacist so they can say you're part of the right wing and so they can say you're a terrorist. And that's how they dishonest the whole debate is. It, it's becoming they're trying to just make everybody who's white a white supremacist and a terrorist. That's that's how um, dishonest the dialogue has become in this country. It's not about political beliefs or anything anymore. It's just they just want to make everything bad from the right. And people are believing it. All you have to do is Google it. You heard her. All you have to do is Google. And that's the problem with Google and the Facebook and uh, Twitter and all this other stuff. You have these 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 uh, algorithms that are catered towards giving you information that are assembled in a way that that supports a narrative. I mean, look how easily we can clip that. We can put those three clips together and easily make you feel a certain way. And you can, when I'm scrolling through my videos, I can give you a certain number of videos that'll make you believe something is true. And a lot no, of people yeah. don't, a lot of people don't have um, the patience to actually go to the heart of what they're actually researching. So much of this stuff on TikTok, especially is fake. Like there's a lot of it that's just fake and they make it seem as if it's real. And, and that's the problem we have. And, and when you're trying to convince Americans that killing other Americans in the United States because they're terrorists and we have them go along with it, it's easy to convince them because we're all cheering the fact that the United States blew up this guy in Afghanistan because he was a bad guy terrorist, but we know he's a bad guy terrorist because that's what we were told. There was no trial. Well, you may, you may not be too far off because when it comes to the people with January 6th, we've had two suicides already because they've been hounded so viciously by the DOJ and the FBI. You have others sitting in languishing in prison. Steve Bannon gets held in contempt of Congress for lying to Congress. Since when is that a crime? Because that happens all the time. And nobody, there's a two-tier justice system, basically. But according to this article that that moron posted on TikTok, it says, since 2015, right-wing extremists have been involved in 20, 267 plots or attacks and 91 fatalities. At the same right. time, attacks and plots ascribed to the far-left views accounts for 66 incidents leading to 19 deaths. We know that's not true at all. 100% 19 deaths. There was more than that in the 2020 sub Summer of Love protests where more than 24 people were killed hundreds more injured and that was all by far left extremists right well and that's the thing these aren't the facts don't matter we don't have to prove them we're not we don't have juries we don't have trials we don't have uh fact finders instead of instead of juries we have juries of emotion 
and these juries of emotion are 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 executing people. And and it's to show you they do how, it to make everybody think white people are bad, especially white men. This whole narrative just to say white men are bad. If a white man commits a crime, he's a domestic terrorist supremacist, even though it's well, not true. well, but but the idea is not just so they could say white people are bad. It's because the founders of this country were white people that were bad. And so what you have to do, and those guys died a long time ago, so we don't think about these old those white people slave owners that were bad that formed this country and gave you that constitution that protects you. So we have to go introduce you to the to today, the white people that are bad, so you can believe that those white people of 200 years ago were bad. And that's what this boils down to. It's not that they want – they're, they're, they're subconsciously trying to frame this argument that the people who wrote our constitution are bad people. And as a result, we shouldn't follow this constitution and we should, rat, we should get rid of it and have a new constitution that doesn't protect you from this government that they're desperately trying to grow. The only thing standing in the way of the entire socialist takeover of the United States is the Constitution. And that's really what sums up all of this. That's why we have people being branded domestic terrorists. That's why we have people being branded white supremacists. That's why we have, you know, the... the, the... That went out for a second there. That's why we have that ongoing effort of people trying to... Um, marginalize certain groups like we talked about last week, whether it's the LGBTQ groups, whether it's the Black Lives Matter people or Black people or whoever. The idea is the more we can divide people, the more we can separate people, the more we can um, show that this country is so damaged and it's the fault of those bad white people from the 1700s. That gives them the opportunity then to reset this whole deck and, um, and, 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 and do what they've always been wanting to do, and that's take away our rights. The Constitution is one of the greatest documents ever written because it protects us from the government. And that protection from the government is also protection from them. We well, have that's to why make Barack sure. Obama said we need to radically transform this. It began with him on a big-time federal level with Barack Obama. Most of Obama's people work in this administration, this regime, yeah. and they're trying the same stuff, only worse. They're like, they feel like they have a limited amount of time to get this done. And going all the way back to what Judge Knapp yeah. said about um, AOC and Bernie, the same people that were calling for Trump's head when he ordered attacks on General Soleimani, who was an active terrorist, not a retired guy living in Afghanistan, right. but an active terrorist in the right. middle of a job. He was in a job. In right, right. It was an imminent and, threat. And, it was and an, an imminent, imminent threat. threat. I mean, there's right. a difference between a guy who's retired and chilling in Afghanistan versus, you know, an active an active General Soleimani right. who had a high up position in the Iranian government. Right. There's a different thing, but they called for his head. They wanted an investigation and they wanted the War Powers Act to be amended to say you can't do anything without Congress. And now AOC is not tweeting a thing about this. They're complicit in their silence, but it's all about the political advantage. It's yeah, just well, remarkable. Lindsey Graham's 100% um, 100% consistent. Republican, yeah. Democrat, if you kill a terrorist, Lindsey Graham's going to go out and celebrate that. If you start a war, Lindsey Graham's going to celebrate that. But the left, they're different. They only care about things that hurt their political opponent. <laughs> well, right. And, you know, and it also with the Soleimani, we got to remember, Iran was act actively engaging and targeting our U.S. troops. I mean, there was missile strikes on bases. There was, Absolutely. yeah, there was a lot going on. This is totally different. And I'm, I, I believe that um, Zawahiri was, should have been taking, taken into justice. I mean, he should have been held accountable for his role in 9-11, but he should have been apprehended. 
He should have been apprehended. We should have went through the Afghan government, which is a sovereign country at this point, and said, hey, uh, we want this guy. He's wanted for crimes in the United States. And then we're like, well, we're not going to give him to you. We're going to say, well, we're not going to give you the choice. I'm okay with that. If you want to assert yourself and say, look, you either give him to us or we're coming to get him, I'm okay with that because we do have a global war on terrorism and that does sort of give us the right to go and ca capture these terrorists, whatever they are. We I'm can't- I'm fine with it too. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. fine. That's great. Let's go and capture them. A dead to go terrorist is a good thing. I mean, that's a, that's a good thing. But when you got a guy who's been retired for this long- um, from the battlefield. Let's get some information out well, of him. Maybe he's training we, new recruits. Let's get some information out of him. But we don't know if he was retired. I mean, that's the thing. We don't know what he was doing at the time. He could have been planning an attack. But guess yeah. what? We'll never find out. Now, he was in, he's in Kabul, wasn't he? He was in... He was in Afghanistan because of the way we withdrew from Afghanistan. Yeah. So here's the deal. He could have been planning. China infiltrated that place, but go ahead. Right. <laughs> we could he could have been planning a terrorist attack in the United States. We'll never know because his car was blown to bits. He wasn't apprehended and interrogated and the people along with him. He was just killed. And that's the problem. And and again, like Judge Napolitano said, there's going to be blowback from this. And we don't have the ability to fight it off. This is a threat to America now. You have Pelosi in Taiwan pissing off the Chinese. We're engaged in in, in um, Ukraine, pissing off the Russians. We have Iran now getting involved in the Ukraine conflict. Now we're engaging in, in war in Afghanistan and our southern border is wide open. Guys, this country uh, is being threatened now from all these different angles. And it's the actions of an incompetent president. When there is a terrorist attack in the United States, now it is going to happen at this point. When it happens, he'll blame everybody under the sun. He'll blame Trump. He'll blame white supremacists. He'll blame moms for moms at school board meetings. He'll blame everybody except for himself. And he is directly responsible for what's about to come onto the United States because of all of his disastrous policies. Not to mention our economy is teetering on the edge of failure. So we have an economy about to collapse. We have all these things going on. We're barely recovered from COVID. And now we have terrorism to deal with, thanks to Joe Biden. And the COVID came from China too, just right. to get Trump out of office. That's right. a whole nother conversation. David Pollack, what a... Heck of a, uh, a segment we had today with that just happened because yeah. we actually had one of the participants in one of the videos you sent join us yeah. on the show with Judge yeah. Knapp. Yeah. That was great. David Pollock, thanks so much for joining us on The Buff Show. Thanks for having me. All right. That'll do it for this evening's edition of The Buff Show. We'll see you next time. You stay smart out there.